MS Warehouse June catalogue sale ends this week. Find Calvin Klein Euphoria for Men, 50 mil, now only $39.99. This is Hurricane Valley with Gordon Simpson and Ricardo Ball on SENZ. Yes, Mark Watson sitting in and alongside of me, a man who played 22 tests for Scotland and one of the Hurricanes originals, Gordon Simpson. And unfortunately for the Hurricanes, their Super Rugby season is over, beaten by the ACT Brumbies by 37 points to 33. I'm going to bring Gordon into the show and then I'm just going to let him go. (laughs) I'm just going to let him go because he is fired up. He's like a coiled spring just waiting to explode. Gordon, good evening. Welcome. Good evening, Mark. Um... Yeah, you're spot on, mate. It's uh, it was a disappointing watch the other night, um, mainly because of that last minute um, screw up by the uh, TMOs and the referee. Um, and you could tell by the after match speech with Artie, he was confident he got it down. Um, there's been a lot of chat, obviously, around the last few days about it, um, whether you know that the, the referee had gone up saying this and he didn't see what happened. It could have been a different decision, but he obviously ruled it that he didn't think it'd been grounded and had been held up, and it was any 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 way that he needed to change that decision. And yeah, the TMO said clearly not. Um, I'm obviously in the Hurricanes camp. I saw that um, I could absolutely see that the ball had been grounded. Um, Artie was it had his body position in a point that uh, there is not really any chance in, in in my liking that he anyone could have held him up. I'd sort of put it down to like I guess going up a ramp. Um, he hit the ground first and then went up, and that's um, that's where they obviously saw it. Um, to me, yeah, it was it was it was a disappointing end. Um, what happened, and you know, I could say you know cheating Aussie bastards. I could say the ref had a shocker. Uh, which he did, to be fair, he missed a lot of in that game. But in the, the day, you got to take it. You got to take the good with the bad. And um, yeah, I, I know now. Um, if anyone from Specsavers is uh, watching this, uh, there's your next advert. Yeah, look, I, I, I again. Um, I, 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 it just frustrates me that every time there's a game of rugby, we seem to always be talking about the referee. So it's the referee's fault, or is it the whole interpretation of the game? It, when it was all said and done, though, the Hurricanes allowed the Brumbies to score 37 points. That is a lot of points. Taking the final moments out of it, what did you actually make of that Hurricanes performance up to that point? Yeah, listen, I'd, it's sort of been the last few weeks. I've sort of um, I've sort of waited for the second half. It's almost like the first half they just sort of get by and whether they've got some sort of trigger that triggers them for that second half. So um, it was, I think their, their, their first 40 was disappointing again um, and obviously let the Brobies get out to a, a fairly decent lead. Um, and then they storm back in the second half. So I don't know what what's sort of going on there, why they're not starting better, why they're not putting points on against teams in that um, that sort of initial, initial 40 minutes. Um, yeah, listen, I still think there's elements of their uh, goal line defence that's um, a little bit weak. Um, there's not enough urgency, and that's been shown. I think I've spoken that for six yeah, well, or the, seven weeks. Well, the Crusaders, the week earlier in that first 20 minutes, exploited them in and around the fringes. In fact, mm. there wasn't any real defence on the fringes. And, um, yeah, and if it wasn't for John R. Foa, maybe truck and trailer or running a decoy, you know, they would have scored another try in that first 20. Yeah, different story. So I don't know. You know, you see sometimes the, the, the line-out drives from, I think there was a couple maybe from the, the Brumbies that they, they held up, but there was elements at other times where they, they almost go to sleep or they just sort of, they're, they're, not, as, they're not as intense as in their defence as they, they are on other occasions. So, 
you know, that I guess um, with the new structure, new coaches and management coming in, they'll probably um, look at that for next year. But it's certainly something they need to identify. I just think there's a lot of other teams, especially the top three teams, uh, four teams that are going into the semi-finals this week. Um, their defence on the goal line uh, is the reason why, in a lot of in a lot of ways, where they are now, uh, and that's something that's probably hurt the uh, Hurricanes this year. Um, at times, I mean, it's been good at times, but it's also been pretty, pretty poor at times as well. Yeah, I, I think we've sort of said it throughout the season that I don't think anybody truly believed this was the Hurricanes' year, but the sort of the signs are good that certainly next year and possibly in two years' time, this is a championship-winning team. You mentioned there the changing of the guard. Clark Laidlaw is going to come in as a coach. Um, is that a disruption? Is that a positive? Is that an evolution? Uh, I mean, you've been in teams clearly where there's probably been coaching changes at times. Yeah, listen, sometimes it's good to have a refresh. I think Jason, I'm not sure if he's been there in possibly four seasons. I'm, it might have been longer than that. I'm, I don't know off the top of my head. But um, listen, he's obviously moving on anyway. So it was, uh, it, was, uh, um, it was just part and parcel of what's, what's developed. So, um, and I think with Clark, I think it's, it's, it's good. I think, like I mentioned a few weeks ago, it's, not, it's good not always to have the, we don't necessarily have to have a New Zealand coach in charge of a Super Rugby um, franchise and I, I think he's he's certainly well respected I mean he must be if the Blues were trying to get him as well so he's obviously got um, a, a wonderful attributes and I think it's I think it's good for the Hurricanes that they um, they um, they build something now and they just maybe need a, a fresh a few tweaks here and there from a, a new a new leader and um, yeah and like you've mentioned they've had some um, outstanding players come to the forefront this year. In regards to areas that you'd like to possibly see some recruitment in, now we're not sure what players are going to hang around, but you'd imagine that Dane Coles will probably, I'm not sure if he's even announced, that'll be his last season for the Hurricanes. In fact, it is. We I think we saw that um, in the game against the Crusaders. Uh, but they've you know got Armour there. Um, other areas where you think they need to strengthen up? I don't think so, really. I think I think overall, uh, maybe a little bit of depth, um, maybe from the bench. But I think um, no, I think um, I think overall they'll be pretty happy with where they are at the moment. Um, a lot of new faces, sort of, um, you know, starting off at Super Rugby this year and really putting their name down, and and they'll be better off for that for a sec- in their second season. Um, listen, if I'm going to be real picky, potentially uh, another lock, maybe. Um, you know, someone maybe, it's hard to say, someone like Sam Whitelock and that kind of thing, but you, you sort of got to build to that. Um, but yeah, potentially a, a, a third lock. Um, I know that there was a young guy who went to the under-20s there. I didn't see a lot of him play this year. Um, Sankster, was it Sankster? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah Sankster. Yeah, um, didn't see a lot of him. Um, so potentially he's got, if he's in the New Zealand under-20s, he's got a lot, he's got some um, talent mm. too. So no, listen, I think, I think they're pretty... With the structure they've got now, who's in their team, I think they're pretty set. Um, maybe just a little bit of depth because when they did lose some of those key All Blacks because they had to have a little rest on the on the sideline, um, they did struggle a bit. So having having a bit more depth maybe in in, in certain positions. Yeah, and they're not going to have Artie Sevier next season. No. I disagree with it. I just don't like the way New Zealand rugby allow these guys to have so-called sabbaticals. To me, you're either in or you're out. Yep, I'm totally um, with you there. And, and, I, and I just wouldn't be having these guys holding a gun to me, you're either committed or you're not committed. All it does is disrupt this team. And he is a massive, massive loss for the Hurricanes. He is. Um, but I'm sure that he's he's um, sort of gotten with a couple of those other Lucys and sort of given him his, his experience. 
And listen, we've seen a couple of the, those loose forwards this year from the Hurricanes that have really excelled. Um, so as long as they take what they've, got, they, they've done this year, I guess take what Artie's sort of maybe given them in, in the change rooms um, in, in, in their time, um, you know, you've got to start somewhere. And I think where they are now, uh, they'll only get better. Hey, do you want to just come around here? There are a couple of texts that have come in. You should read these. <laughs> just come and have a quick read. Oh, okay. Come and have a quick read because clearly you've upset some Australians out there. Read them out. Okay, what do we got here? We've got uh, a, a S S Divin and a Divin Div, Div, Steve Steve Dick. Oh, uh, not all Aussies are cheating bastards. Oh, hold it. Then he. Oh, actually, hold on. He's on a second drink now. Oh wait, you're probably right. Okay, yeah, that makes more sense. Our good blues man Steve Divine texting in and winding Gordon up. And <laughs> I, I understand you got a text from him at the end of the game. Yeah, funny enough, um, as soon as the game had finished, a, uh, uh, the old beep on the phone and a, a text, um, no wording, just, <laughs> just a little emoji with a laughing face on it. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's kind of to be expected, but um, yeah, he'll, uh, he'll, be, he'll, be, he'll be getting one this um, Saturday night as well. If it's Saturday night or Friday night. Oh, but you know what I do, and we were talking about this, don't, didn't we, in all seriousness, Gordon, <laughs> that, yeah, there's Stevie Devine chipping away at you, you're chipping away at him, but it's actually what's missing in rugby now, and we've got to get that tribalism back, don't we? We've got to get that banter back. We've got to get the fan base where there is a little bit of angst, there is a little bit of, you know, we're all hoping you fail and you're hoping that we fail, but it actually generates the interest. Oh, absolutely. Banter, I mean, having good banter like that, you know, it's just missed these is days. Is it good banter, though? Is he, is he good at banter? Not really, is he? Oh... Yeah, it, I mean, no. he's a halfback. They're a bit one-dimensional, aren't they? The, the, yeah, they are a little bit one-dimensional. They are cheeky little buggers, but um, no, nah, you know, most of the time they've got some pretty good crack. I mean, if you got rid of the halfback, rugby wouldn't miss it, would it? No, and then you could. I mean, basically, you just go from the number eight, which would be fantastic, because you know you just go uh, line out. Yeah, Willie away. I mean, um, if, you, if you went to the Olympic Games and track and field, you could get rid of shot put. No one would really notice it missing. <laughs> Is that the same with halfbacks? Yeah, I think you. Well, I mean, certainly, it's certainly uh, uh, we could raise it to maybe as a troll in future years. You know, <laughs> maybe bring it to the. I mean, you could always. I mean, I don't know what else you'd throw out and say. Listen, we want the same amount of players on the field as league. You know. Yeah, so. Gordon Simpson in studio. This is Hurricanes Valley. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll get Gordon to maybe uh, go through some awards for the Hurricanes. Breakout Player of the Year, his Player of the Year, uh, Best Game of the Year, uh, disappoint, Disappointment of the Season, and just, just give out a few brick bats and give out a few bouquets. We'll do that next. Quarter past seven, we're celebrating all things Hurricanes. We've just had another text come in from one Steve Devine. He says, if the Hurricanes were poor for the first 40 minutes, can you be upset with match, can you be upset with match officials for being poor in the last four seconds? Uh, yeah, because it's, it's an 80-minute game. It's not a 40-minute you know, game. It's 80 minutes, so they, um, they should be controlling the game and overseeing everything for the whole 80 minutes. Um, they lost the plot at 79 minutes and, you know, 56 seconds. Yeah, it's interesting though, isn't it? People always sort of go, oh, it was the last two minutes. Well, hang on a minute. How important is the first two minutes of a test? Very, Very important. important. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, mm. um, you know, they say it in a lot of the cliche, you know, it's not over till the, you know, the fat, fat lady sings. sings. Can you say that these days? Probably not, Probably but not, we'll yeah. say it, eh? but we'll say it. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Hey, I um, tend to say a lot of things that I get told uh, off by my wife later. One thing that I just find infuriating, and that was the Australian commentators, mate, you just turn it off, don't you? They are just <sighs> brutal, mate, brutal. I, 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 I was saying to you before when we were off air, I said I, I had to mute the whole game. I couldn't actually listen to them because they are that painful, that annoying. Um, you know, imagine spending 80 minutes in, in a room with Stephen Devine. 80 minutes. 
you know. Jeez, it's, she's, she'd be tough work, you know. So, um, and these guys, these guys top Steve Devine by a long way. Oh my god! Oh no, but they, but the Australians are just incredibly biased, and they, we've yep. got a, we've got a show on here at the moment where they're analysing that Artie Severe try on Sky, and you can just you could see the ball touching the ground. Yep. But here they are, you know, you know that they've just got this pure Australian bias. Oh, the referee's got it right. The referee's got it right. We know that it would be completely different if it was the shoe was on the other foot. Absolutely, absolutely. So. Um, yeah, listen, we, we could probably rave about it till the cows come home, but it ain't going to change, so. Okay, let's talk about Hurricanes. Yep. Breakout player of the year in the backs. Oh, Cam Roygaard. Yep. You know, you've got it. You, you can't go past him. He's, he's been outstanding. And, and even one Mr. Devine may have said, he you know, he may have a chance in that um, selection uh, for the World Cup. Um, and Justin Marshall. So, you know, one very experienced, knowledgeable guy and another guy that, you know, choose a fat every Wednesday. In the forwards, uh, breakout. Well, um, for me, um, I'm going to say um, Devin Flanders. I think he's just been outstanding this year. Uh, work rate, come on the scene. Probably not known by many people, but um, it's shown up in every game. Brett Cameron is he the guy to steady the ship? Is he is he your general going forward, injury free? Is he a, is he a guy that they can now build this franchise around? Absolutely. You know, he's just got a you know, the whole the whole injury thing's the main thing, but. Um, if we can get him regularly playing week in, week out regularly, um, I've, I've sort of said it right through the whole time. That's, that was, for me, that was one of the key key links that we were missing in those, probably a couple of those key games that we um, we didn't perform in. So, um, absolutely, yeah, Brett Cameron, yeah, um, the general sort of moving forward. Yeah, let's look at it. What about Morby at fullback? Yeah, listen. I a think percentage he's, footballer yeah. or more than a percentage footballer. No, I think he's. I think he's still growing too. I think he's. Um, you know, personally myself, I hadn't heard a lot about him. Um, you know, obviously being up in Auckland and not being down there for club rugby and stuff like that. So, um, no, I think he's. I think it's a really good building block that he's sort of set himself this year. Um, so I would. I would expect him hopefully to really start. Um, making things happen next year and really putting his hand up to sort of for higher honours because I think he's pretty solid in most aspects of his game. And okay, let's talk about Geordie Barrett. Let's talk about um, uh, let's talk about Billy Proctor. So you know we had Manonu, we've had Conrad Smith. Is this this next second five centre combination going forward as well? Yeah, I think I think um, Geordie's. I think Geordie's still got some work to do at second five. I don't think he's the complete second five yet, but I think the elements of his game is um, uh, are really developing. And I think um, you know, another another year with um, a, a similar guy around him, or um, similarity with um, with uh, Billy Proctor. Uh, you know, Billy Proctor's still my wild card to make that all, that All Blacks team. Um, I think he's been outstanding all year. I think he's been the solid part of that midfield. Uh, so, yeah, I think if they can keep those two together um, and um, week in, week out, that uh, they'll start forming a, a... I mean, they were good this year, uh, but I can only expect them hopefully to get better if, uh, the more time they play together. We talked about what a big loss it will be for um, Artie Sevier. I mean, I think he's the best footballer in the world at the moment. Mm. Uh, but Braden Yossi... Uh, came in, stepped up, and I mean, in terms of your number eights going forward, he's locked himself in that position. Yeah, You've I mean, got still loose players like Duplessis, Karifi, uh, what's his name, the under twenty that's gone away, Peter Lakai. Yeah, Peter Lakai. Yeah, I mean, there's some good young talent in the round, but you've got to have that mix, don't you, between what I call youthful exuberance and experience. Yeah, and um, you know, I think Duplessis, Karifi has been around for a couple of seasons now. 
he probably didn't start on the weekend because of the, the performance of the loose forwards the week before against the Crusaders, um, especially IOC. Uh, yeah, listen, he's he's really um, he's really come of age too. Another sort of player this year that we probably didn't know too much about has really sort of shown shown up and um, and performed. So, yeah, barring injury, um, having him and also Peter Lackey, who's probably a, a more of a natural number eight. Um, and that and that um, and that squad is uh, for depth wise, and for talent. Um, yeah, you couldn't go you couldn't go any further past those two. What was your performance of this season? What's the performance that stood out for you? Obviously, the Crusaders a couple of weeks ago, in terms of getting that job done. Was there a better performance than that? Was there a more complete performance? Um, I don't think they they had a an absolute. You know, I guess 60, 70, 80 minute complete performance. Um, I probably would go against that Crusaders team because um, the Crusaders just tend to do things well um, and do it co- consistently. And I think in that second half, the Hurricanes sort of um, sort of made them sort of make errors, sort of chewed them up a bit and um, and got on top of them. And that's that's a massive thing for the Hurricanes because usually the Hurricanes are not the kind of team that will um, destroy you at the collision area and, and break down in that. And I think that's what they did at the against the Crusaders, and that gave them space to do their, you know, all the back stuff out the out the out wide. And and um, usually the Hurricanes aren't the team that's usually going forward. They're usually just the sort of seven style. So I think what Jason Holland's brought, especially in this franchise um, uh, in the last few years, is that um, Hard that hardness up front, um, whether it's a Ford coach, um, Jamie McIntosh, alongside Jason, um, they've just got an element of a bit more, bit more sort of, I guess tightness now as opposed to previous years where they've probably been a little bit loose. Disappointing game of the season. Can we put it down to? I mean, they ended up losing to the Fiji and Drua in Fiji at a, a key point in the season. Um, they they won. I think they beat the Rebels forty five forty three, but. Um, you know, sometimes you're winning doesn't necessarily mean you play well. Yeah, it's hard to say about that Fiji, Fiji game because a couple of other top teams had sort of got knocked over by them too. Um, yeah, it's... Hurricanes at Eden Park a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, I think it was that, possibly that uh, that first game against the Blues down at um, down in Wellington. Uh, I think round three was it? Yeah, round two? I think they 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 came back and they they had opportunity they had quite a few opportunities to get over the Blues, um, but it was just silly errors, um, a lot a lack of concentration and maybe a little bit of ill discipline that sort of hurt them. Especially hurt it definitely hurt them in that first half when the Blues sort of went away, uh, got a lead against them. Um, so probably the. The discipline got a lot better during the year. Let's just say that you know the old discipline. Yeah, that score was twenty-five points to nineteen. Yeah. Uh, just before we start looking at your player of your Hurricanes player of the week and then your uh, Super Rugby player of the round, just want to talk about Walker Lewery and uh, Lock. We've spoken about him. He seems to be a player that's coming on. You talk about possibly looking for more depth in the locking stocks. We discussed this last week, but. Just that discipline is the thing he just needs to remove from his game. But again, got the mobility, got the height, got the physicality. Another yeah. player who I thought had a very good so-called breakout season. Yeah, listen, he. Um, I think he started off a bit slow. Um, I think he may have tried to look into that uh, discipline area of his, um, obviously not giving away so many penalties, yellow cards and stuff. And I think um, near the end of the season he did really well. Uh, for him, it's just game time. Just get him on there, keep him working, keep him... You know, I guess almost like the Sam Whitelock, Sam Whitelock kind of player. Just get in there, do the hard yards, 
you know, head down, ass up, uh, get in those dark places and just do your, your job. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, if he gets that all sort of fixed out, I think he'll be, um, he'll be outstanding for the Hurricanes. Dane Coles, does he go down as one of the Hurricane greats of all time? In my eyes, he does. Yeah, I think he uh, re- revolutionised the sort of hooking position. He's up there position. with Conrad Smith, Ma'a, Nanu. Yep, um, absolutely, yeah. No, yeah I mean, Bowden Barrett, most of his career with the Hurricanes. With the Hurricanes, yep. Um, no, nah, listen, I just, to me, Dane Coles is just like how we used to play the game, you know, old school, get in your face, try and rock up, but do the do your core jobs and do them well, you know. Um, and his energy, I just, you know, it didn't stand down to anyone. So that's just, that, that's Colesy, and he's just, he, um, yeah, to me, he was, he was an outstanding Hurricane. Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrances. You're listening to Hurricanes Valley. Mark Watson alongside me, Gordon Simpson. DHL Super Rugby Pacific is underway. Semi-finals this weekend. Uh, who is your DHL Super Rugby Pacific Hurricanes Player of the Week? Probably doesn't get a lot of, um, I guess, um, acknowledgement uh, in a lot of the games, but um, I thought that uh, against the um, the Brumbies, James Blackwell was was all around the paddock, performed well. The line-out was a lot better, seemed to be a lot better. Um, Colsey hit the jumpers quite well, and obviously one of them was James Blackwell. And I just thought he got around the field. His work rate was outstanding. Um, you know, he's, he's not a flash kind of guy. He's not your typical lock, but he just gets down and does his core jobs. And, um, yeah, no, I thought he performed really well in that game. OK, and your DHL, as we said, DHL Super Rugby Pacific is underway. Who's your DHL Super Rugby Pacific player of the round? Yeah, I'm going to go again with another lock. Uh, maybe these guys don't get as much uh, credit as they deserve. Um, Mr Devine will be um, clapping his hands when I uh, mention this word, but James Tucker, I thought, was um, was good for the Blues. He's, again, no nonsense, just getting down, doing his core job. I know that um, Steve sort of talks about Patrick quite a bit uh, week to week, um, and that was obviously a massive loss for the Blues, but I thought James Tucker was um, was outstanding and just, just did his core job, and that's what, that's what you want out of a lock. The DHL Super Rugby Pacific, catch the action live on Sky Sport, and of course you can get your tickets at superrugby.co.nz. We've got to say, um, Gordon, it's been a privilege and a pleasure working with you throughout the Super Rugby season. Hopefully um, this time next year we can do it all again, my good man, and we can call upon your services throughout NBC and throughout the All Black season for you to you know, throw your two cents in and provide us your worldly advice when it comes to all things rugby. So thank you. No, no, it's been a pleasure, Mark. And um, yeah, obviously I, I wish the um, the Chiefs the best of luck for the weekend. And... Um, and uh, the other two, the other two, the Crusaders and the Blues. Well, let's just say let's have a a good battle, um, and hopefully there's no uh, dodgy decisions at the end. Mm. And, and sorry, just, just what what do we say about halfbacks? Not relevant in the game anymore. No, I think they just maybe if anyone from the NZR, if you are listening or, or Super Rugby is take is it a fourteen man game. Yeah, this this just, just trial it. You know, put it in this put it in the junior clubs. Give it to the halfback. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, other than providing a bit of lip service, there's not much else is there. Just bring them into just bring them into commentary. Do we like you know? Steve Devine? Steve Devine's okay. No, nah, he's a good guy. We quite like Steve. Steve's up next. I he's like alright. He's probably the mo- he's, he's probably one of my most liked Aussies anyway. Yeah. Blues Brothers up next here on SENZ.